Hello, good human, and welcome to the Sunshine Project podcast. My name is Chloe. I am your host, and it is such a privilege and a joy for me to sit here and bring a little bit of sunshine into your ears and your life each week. And this week, it is a very special series. It's a very special episode because we're getting a little bit festive. Now, I am the sort of person who flippin' loves festive season. I love Christmas. I love New Year's. I love decorating the house. I love the music. I actually put the Christmas tree up already, and I'm recording this in mid-November. I suddenly had the realization on Monday, I usually try and wait until the start of December. Like The boundary I set with myself is that we contain the festive season to December. I thought, you know what? No, we all need a little bit of joy this year. I need a little something, something. I need a little bit of my chemical romances cover of all I want for Christmas is you in my ears right now. And I did it. And that's okay. But I'm not going to be talking about Christmas decorations. I'm not going to be talking about New Year's resolutions, although keep an ear out for that episode. I'm not going to be talking about turkey or pudding or family drama, although I guess I am a little bit. This week, we are talking all things boundaries because tis the season to set boundaries. When I think of perhaps some of the less joyous parts of this very, very busy season for so many people around the world, I think that the difficulty in it lies with a lack of boundaries. And I don't want to put it all on you. Like, truth be told, some people have family that are really difficult to be around. Some people battle with loneliness around Christmas. Some people are in positions where they have to work an excessive amount and they get, you know, really tummy rolling FOMO about all of the exciting things that other people are doing that they can't afford to do or can't take the time off to do. So while boundaries aren't the answer to every Christmas pickle, they are going to be helpful when we're facing a lot of the things that we might face over the next few weeks. Each week we begin our topic of choice by spending a mindful moment together. And in this week's mindful moment, we are going to be talking about boundaries. So please settle into your chair or your stride if you're walking. Sit with me, stand with me, move with me. And let's be mindful about this one together. I want you to take a deep breath in. And as you breathe in, I want you to breathe lungs full of fresh air. And as you breathe that fresh air out, I'm going to let you breathe out all of the expectation that you've been holding in your chest. Let's do that again three times. So we're breathing in that fresh, crisp, new air. And we're breathing out the expectation. 
we're breathing in new ideas and new thoughts and new everything and we're breathing out all of the tenseness that comes with holding ourselves to standards that we would never hold anyone else to. And for this last breath, we are breathing in a new perspective and a new way of looking at things. All the way in, and we'll hold it for a second, and we'll breathe out anything that's stale and old and no longer serves us. Now you've got these lungs full of beautiful, fresh air and perspective and ideas. Let's look at boundaries. Because Brene Brown once said that some of the most compassionate people are also the most boundaried. She said that boundaries, my love, are a prerequisite for compassion and empathy. That if there's no autonomy between people, there is no compassion or empathy. There's just enmeshment. And I want you to think, I want you to feel right down that golden feeling in your tummy. I want you to think about the people in your life who hold really strong boundaries. The people that you love and respect and look up to, who can say, no thank you. Who can say, I want this. Who can say, I need this. I want you to picture someone like that in your mind's eye and I want you to smile while you think about them. I want you to embody just for a moment their strength and their resolve and the boundaries that they set and also alongside that strength and resolve and their boundaries I want you to sit with the feeling of kindness and of warmth that you get from them. Because you can have strong, solid boundaries and you can be a lovely, kind, warm, generous person. You're allowed to be clear when it comes to what you want. You're allowed to communicate clearly. You're allowed to ask for things. Chances are the things you're asking for are so ridiculously reasonable that if someone else asked for them, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. We're going to move our shoulders now, we're going to move our spine, we're going to wriggle slowly and surely and steadily and again we're going to feel that tension lift from our shoulders just a little bit and in place of that tension we're going to lay down the groundwork for some compassion and some empathy and some boundaries and those boundaries are going to change your life and my goodness they're going to change your life in a really beautiful way the term boundaries gets thrown around so much that you might have actually heard it a million times in the last 12 months alone, but you might be feeling a little bit foggy on what it actually means. If I asked you right now to define what a boundary is, what would your answer be? It's okay if you're not sure. It's okay if you feel like you might be a little bit muddly if you had to define it in front of the class. 
because I've pulled a pretty solid definition from the Australia Counseling website. Now, this website is an accredited and recognized website that provides resources to counselors in this country. And they qualified boundaries as limits and constraints we set to safeguard our emotional, physical, and mental well-being. They say that boundaries define what's acceptable and unacceptable in our relationships with others, and they note that boundaries are vital for a healthy relationship to build self-respect and self-esteem, and that they're important for personal growth. So boundaries are essentially the way that we communicate to those around us, be they in a work setting, a personal setting, a romantic setting, what's okay with us and what's not. And for some people, that might feel a little bit daunting, right? Like that might feel like maybe crossing a line, maybe demanding too much, maybe asking too much. And if that's how it feels for you, then there's a pretty good chance that your boundaries are not very strong at the moment. Boundaries can apply to all sorts of areas. And there are actually lots of different resources that list lots of different areas in which we might apply boundaries. Many people have different models on this one, but the areas that come up for most people most often in our lives are physical boundaries. So again, pulled from the Australia Counselling website, physical boundaries are the boundaries that refer to the space we keep between others and ourselves. It includes the personal space that we maintain, so that sort of intimate boundary, and our possessions as well. An example of a physical boundary might be going in for a high five instead of a hug, or it might be asking your partner or your roommate or your friend not to go through your phone when you're out of the room. Emotional boundaries are boundaries and limits that we set on our emotional interactions with others. So they include things that we want to share with others or things that we don't want to share with others. They include conversations that we're open to having or not having. They include expectations from ourselves and from others in terms of what level of emotion we share in our interaction with them. Social boundaries are boundaries that we establish when we're dealing with others in social situations. So they can vary based on cultural differences, on personal values, on our relationships that we hold with others. So those boundaries are quite adaptable depending on who we're speaking with. Mental boundaries are boundaries that we set on our thoughts and beliefs. So they include the types of thoughts that we allow ourselves to have. They include the level of exposure that we have to certain ideas or concepts. They include what we take in and what we don't. And then we've got material boundaries, which are the limits that we set on the types of possessions we have, how we handle them, how we share them, and how we maintain our financial well-being as well. So material boundaries and financial boundaries are often sort of all collected in the same little bundle there. So that's the type of boundaries that we might have, but what do boundaries actually look like? What do holding boundaries or having boundaries actually look like? Well, the Nina Brown boundary model is the one that I really like as an example for this. 
there are four different types of boundaries in this model that you might have. So remember, these might be protecting your mental space. They might be protecting your emotional space. They might be protecting your physical belongings or your physical self. Those four types of boundaries are soft boundaries. Soft boundaries come about when we have difficulty identifying what our boundaries are. They are boundaries that are easily manipulated or moved or changed by others. They are boundaries that mean that we become enmeshed with others, meaning that we take on other people's values and thoughts and boundaries and we adapt to fit in with them. On the other end of the spectrum, we've got rigid boundaries. Now, rigid boundaries are also known as having a wall up. So, They're not really boundaries, they're walls. People with rigid boundaries tend to struggle to soften boundaries when they meet other people or they trust other people. Those boundaries can stay really rigid and really solid and really impenetrable. And people with rigid boundaries tend to keep people at a distance to protect themselves even when that distance doesn't serve them, even when that distance makes life harder. A combination of the two is a spongy boundary. Now, this isn't actually a healthy boundary either because this is a combination of those soft or even non-existent boundaries and those rigid boundaries. So it might mean that if you have spongy boundaries, you might have a hard time identifying where other people's boundaries are or where your boundaries are. You might decide to set boundaries and then feel yourself pushing against them and changing them and moving them around. You might feel yourself being guarded against other people and not really wanting to let them in, but then letting them in anyway. Spongy boundaries are all kinds of confusing. And then we've got our fourth, which is finally our healthy boundary type. And when I mention boundaries in this episode from here on out, and even before right now, These flexible, healthy boundaries are the ones that I'm talking about. So these aren't spongy. They're not a combination of soft and rigid boundaries. They are flexible. Flexible boundaries mean that you can adapt where your boundaries are, how firm they are, how gentle they are based on a situation, but it's your choice. You are in control of how flexible they are. Flexible boundaries mean that you can communicate your boundaries quite easily because, again, you know where they are. And flexible boundaries leave you feeling like you've got a sense of control over your space, be that mental space, emotional space, physical space. Those flexible boundaries are what we are going for. And I mentioned before that Brene Brown says that some of the most compassionate people are also the most boundaried. And I've been thinking about this a lot. I think a really good way to think about it is that If you are standing in a field, so let's pretend these boundaries are, you know, real tangible things. If you're standing in a field with a bunch of your friends and you say like, okay, this sort of like two meter area around me is my area and I'm going to plant flowers here, but you don't mark it out. You just sort of vaguely refer to it and you see your friends planting their own little gardens in that field around you. Not only are you going to be nervous that your friends are going to accidentally cross into your boundaries or you're accidentally going to cross into theirs and plant flowers in each other's spaces, you are going to be prepared to have to have a confrontation about those boundaries. You are going to be worried about those boundaries being broken 
you know, you're going to feel like you're not comfortable, you're not happy, you're not settled. One alternative is that you could build up walls. You could build physical walls around your two meter space. So you know exactly where it is, but like, that's not very friendly, right? All of a sudden, this isn't a big group community garden project. It's a tiny little plot that is just for you. It doesn't serve your relationship with your community. It doesn't serve your relationship with yourself. Another thing that you could do is mark out those boundaries, that two meter square with some little stones close to the ground. You could mark it out with some paint or some chalk. You could really clearly show and state where your boundaries are while also having them be quite flexible. Like if your friend says, oh, I really, really, really need this little, you know, 10 millimeter space on your plot because I would like to plant these beautiful wildflowers that I think you would love, then maybe you're open to adapting your boundaries a little bit. And maybe you're not, and it's okay either way, but you're in control of where those boundaries lie. I suppose what I'm trying to say is if we're not setting those strong, flexible boundaries for ourselves and for other people, then how do they know where they are? How do we know where they are? How do we not spend our lives in kind of a vaguely constant state of confusion and worry and stress. Communicating your boundaries is not only a kindness to yourself, it is a kindness to the people around you. And as we are going to discuss in Wednesday's episode, when we get more festive than we have been today, I alluded to festive goodness, but on Wednesday's episode, we're going to speak about how to set boundaries at Christmas. We're going to do a little sunshine toolkit and maybe not Christmas, maybe whatever the festive season looks like for you. Hanukkah, a bit of time off work, a bit of time in the sun or the snow or whatever that looks like. We're going to talk about how to hold boundaries, how to have boundaries and how to enjoy your life a little bit more with the boundaries that you are ready to set. I cannot wait. I'll speak to you then. I adore you. Good human. Goodbye. This podcast was recorded and edited on Ghana land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.